several months ago I was watching this live stream on YouTube and it was about this uh, competition, this um, race between uh, radio control uh, gas-powered buggies. They're race cars that drive off-road, they're uh, four-wheel drive independent suspension and these things are fascinating. They can um, probably go around 40 miles an hour so you got to drive them very carefully and very wisely. And this thing I was watching was uh, a global competition between um, professional RC buggy drivers. It was called IFMAR, the International Federation of Model Auto Racing. And you had all these buggies on this track. They were racing each other. You had the drivers. You had uh, the whole team helping them out. And I was fascinated with it. I watched the race, and the final race was about one hour long. And I think they must have had about 20 cars driving on this track. And it looked like a whole bunch of bugs just running around real fast. And I loved it. And I had several drivers I was rooting for uh, from America and one from Canada. And, and um, it was just fascinating to, to watch these drivers from multiple countries come together and have this great competition. As I was watching it, for some reason I started writing a sermon. I think that happens when you're a preacher of God's Word. You, you see things and it kind of inspires your own preaching. And I would start to compare the RC buggy race uh, to our lives. And I was watching this race and it was like just lessons about our relationship to God kept coming to me. You know, our relationship to God, our effort to live uh, in a way pleasing to God and to live for God's kingdom is kind of like a race. Uh, the Apostle St. Paul says in one of his letters, he says, let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us. It's like he's saying, we have a racetrack right in front of us and we have to race it. He goes on somewhere else and says, Do you not know that in a race all the runners compete, but only one receives the prize? So run that you may obtain it. And the Apostle St. Paul was talking about obtaining the kingdom of heaven and living in a way pleasing to God. Our Lord Jesus in the Gospel in many places talks about the reward of eternal life in heaven that's given to those who follow Him. Now, I want to share with you my thoughts about it, comparing an RC buggy race, a radio control buggy race, uh, to our lives. And here are just some several points. In the RC buggy race, uh, you have a track. That's the first thing you see when you, if you watch one of these races or if you compete in one of them, is you have a track. And every track is unique. There's a lot of standards to the tracks, but every track is unique. It has its own unique set of challenges and you know, different curves and straightaways and, and hills and banks and jumps. And, and some tracks are really awesome. Some tracks are less than ideal. Some tracks are really bad. But what you have to do as a driver is you've got to race with the conditions of the track that you have. And you get to the track and you've got to study it. You can get a practice run on it and you've got to make sure you race with those conditions. And a lot of the drivers will study the track and they will begin to tune their buggies in a way that will be most advantageous related to that track. They might use a different set of tires with a different set of compounds, uh, might tune their suspensions or the alignment of their front and rear t wheels. Lots of intricate details go into uh, racing these RC buggies, but you've got to work with the track that you have. Now, in our lives, by comparison, we have a race. In other words, we have to compete really against 
evil to win the kingdom of God. And what is our track? Well, our track is our circumstances, our life circumstances. And our tracks, our circumstances are unique to ourselves, to where we are in history, in the world, in our own personal histories, in the histories of our country, of our, of our community, of our family, of ourselves. Some of our tracks, some of our circumstances are really good and they help us to, to serve God and to do His will very easily. Some of our circumstances are less than ideal, some of them are really bad. Well, what do we do? We have to remember that whatever our track is, whatever our circumstances, Jesus Christ is Lord. He's still all-powerful. God is omnipotent. He's all-loving and He gives us grace and blessings in our present situation. We got to make the best of the situation that we have. In the midst of our present circumstances right now, we have to follow Jesus Christ. Sometimes we we're kind of like, well, when my circumstances settle down and become more ideal, then I'll, I'll try to turn to God more. I'll try to get my life in better order. I'll try to straighten out my spiritual life. I'll try to be more holy, more faithful to Jesus. Nope. You be faithful to Jesus in your present circumstance right now. No matter how difficult your racetrack is, you have to serve Christ. You have to be faithful to God's love and His commandments in that racetrack that you have. A couple months ago, I was watching another one of these races on, on YouTube from Live RC, and, and they had a race in the United States called the Dirt Nitro Challenge. And I found out that they had this um, beautiful outdoor track that was really big. It, was, it looked awesome under the sunshine, and, and the drivers uh, practiced on that track. Great track. It was awesome track. But then the rain came. The rain came and washed out the whole track and ruined everything. So what did they do? They constructed, I think they constructed another track. It was underneath a kind of like a roof. And this track wasn't that good. But they were like, we're going to race. And we want to race. We're here to race. We all came from our home homes to race on, on this day. And, and uh, well, we'll use the new track they built under the roof. This track was small, so the turns were really sharp. And there was one section of the track where the drivers would, the buggies would hit this hill and go jumping up in the air, and they would land in a horrible situation. They would land usually into another hill, either head-on, or they would land too far away, and they would be go going into this tight turn right away. And nearly every car that went in this section of the track would spin out or flip over or go off course. They practiced on one track, they prepared for one track, but they had to race on a different track. And you know, that's like our lives. You know, we're born into this world, into whatever situation we find ourselves, and we think life is a certain way. Then as we get older, we, we encounter situations we didn't prepare for. We encounter situations in our family, among our friends and relatives, or in our school or our workplace, that we have no idea um, how to succeed in those situations. I remember a story of a, of a police officer who, who was a good, good man and he trained to be a good police officer and he was a right is right, wrong is wrong type of man. And, and when he got on the police force, uh, he realized that there were other policemen who were actually doing things that were criminal. And he had no idea what to do. Um, but that's just one extreme case. But every one of us, we we prepare for life to be a certain way, 
We prepare for things to go right all the time. And then we're in a situation that doesn't go right, that's less than ideal, a situation that could be downright horrible. Well, what do we do? You got to pick up the pieces, you got to look at your situation, assess it, and follow Christ in that situation. That is where you have to shine. That's where your gifts, that all of your, your training to be a good servant of God has to shine forth. Don't become envious of others whose tracks, whose circumstances seem a lot better than yours. You have your situation. Maybe you didn't prepare for it, but you've got to learn what to do. You've got to try to find some way to allow the gospel of Christ to impact this situation you have right now that you haven't prepared for. It'll work because Jesus Christ is the Lord even now. In the RC buggy race, um, one of the things you do is you tend to practice alone on your own track or on a field somewhere. But then when you get to the race, man, you've got a lot of other cars there. You have, I think sometimes they race with over 20 cars and um, there's a lot of traffic. And these tracks, they're not huge. They're not like running at an airport. Uh, you're going around these tight turns really fast and you've got, you know, a dozen cars in front of you and behind you and around you. And it can be really challenging. One of the consistent possibilities is for another car to bump into you. You might be an expert at running on the track, but then you have a whole bunch of other cars there. Other cars can bump into you. They can bump into you and knock you off course and they can cause you to spin out or, or lose your place in the race. They can do this to you through their weakness, through a mistake, through an innocent mistake or uh, no fault of their own, maybe just the track conditions cause an accident to happen. Or they can do it through malice. You know, you could have a driver that, you know, violates the rules and just wants to knock you down because they're jealous of you or something or angry that you're a better driver. That can happen. Um, I don't think it happens often in these races, but it can. What do you do when you're right driving your car and someone bumps into you and your car is all messed up now? You've got to forgive them immediately. You've got to forgive and you have to get back into the race as quickly as possible and press on toward the finish line. There's a temptation to get revenge. Someone might have hit you and they didn't mean to and they're really sorry for it but you don't know that and so you say I want revenge. They knocked me out of first place and I want revenge and you spend the next five laps trying to get back at them and you're no longer racing well. You're no longer driving your car for the purpose that you went to this racetrack. You went there to run a good race and to win and now you're, you're following this uh, stupid course of revenge and it's going to make you look really bad and it could cause lots of problems not only for yourself but for many others. You've got to forgive and focus again on running your race to the finish line, running well. Well, in our lives, just like the RC buggy track, we're surrounded by others and everyone has their own unique set of values and gifts and weaknesses and histories and stories. And sometimes others can hurt us. They can hurt us by their words, by their actions, by their negligence. This hurt can come to us uh, through their weakness. You know, sometimes people hurt us, but if you look at their life story or situation, you might understand why. Or some people can hurt us 
through no fault of their own, just some kind of mistake, or through their malice. There are people who like to hurt others in this world, and, and some people, their malice is so bad they have to go to jail. But daily situations, uh, people can hurt us. And what do we have to do? Well, like the RC buggy driver, we cannot seek revenge or we cannot seek hate. We've got to forgive right away. And you know why? Is because if we don't, we start to hate. We start to hate the person that, that messed up our livelihood or, or messed up our plans for life. And, and we want to get revenge. And what happens is that hatred for that one person who hurt us in the past, a long time ago, will consume us. And we'll become haters. And you know, when your heart is consumed with hatred, you start sharing that hatred with everybody you encounter. You might not know it, but you do. And you start hating really good people. You might have a legitimate reason to hate someone who hurt you really badly. Maybe they're a bad person. Maybe they treated you unjustly. But you allowed hatred in your heart, and that led you to, to start hurting good people in your own life. Hatred will consume you. You cannot hate. You have to forgive. Now, if an injustice has occurred, uh, you have to make sure that gets addressed so it doesn't happen again to you or others. But you cannot hate when someone hurts you. Do you know Jesus Christ tells us in multiple places in His teaching that we have to forgive? He even says in our, in our chief prayer, the Our Father prayer, that we have to tell God to forgive us to the degree that we forgive others. The only way you can forgive others is if they hurt you first. So you got to forgive. Jesus Christ does this. He's the, the best role model of forgiveness when you look at His suffering and death on the cross. He forgives everybody. He forgives the crooked clergy in their hierarchy positions and the Pharisees. and He forgives Judas Iscariot. He, these guys had everything for a life of holiness and virtue and goodness and truth. And they went down the path of evil. He forgives Peter who denied him in his cowardice. He forgives all those who abandoned him. He's at the worst place in his life. He was, he was um, knocked to the back of the pack, and now he's a victim of capital punishment on the cross. He's being assigned to be uh, counted among those who have done evil. He's got two criminals crucified with him. He's at the back of the pack. He's no longer at the front of the race, but he forgives and He gives us an example to follow. Right there, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. And He stays focused on His oneness with the Father and the Holy Spirit. And He's going to win. He's going to win in the resurrection. He could have hated them, and we could understand why He would. He could have done everything He can to, to go after those crooked clergy in the hierarchy, to go after those Pharisees and scribes, and, and uh, cause all kinds of evil things to happen. We could say, yeah, that's great. He doesn't do that. He humbles himself. He forgives. He stays on the mission that his Father gave to him. Well, we've got to do the same when someone hurts us. Forgive and continue to focus on living in a way pleasing to God in every life situation. Not easy. Not easy. But that's what Jesus Christ calls us to do. And when you forgive, that's your best way to, to get back to the front of the pack. Believe me, it is. In the RC buggy race, one thing that can happen on our side 
is we can crash into someone else. We can go off course, we can flip our car over. It's a constant concern when you're racing on these RC buggies. You know, it seems that the chief concern is that you win the race, that you focus on driving really well and you, you get your car going really fast and really efficient and you get to the finish line after all those laps. But the other constant concern that a good driver has, he's got to avoid mistakes. He's got to avoid crashing into others, bumping into them. He's got to avoid going off course or flipping over. It's a constant concern. It's a concern that you don't really notice until a crash happens, you know. Uh, when a crash does not happen, you don't notice that. But a lot of uh, expert driving skills went into not crashing. Well, an RC buggy can crash into someone else by mistake or through malice. It can happen. What do you have to do in the RC buggy race? you got to get back into the race. You've got to begin again. There's a, um, a holy man uh, named Father Lentari who has this phrase, Nunc JP, which means I begin again. Well, that's what you have to do in the RC buggy race. You've got to get back on course right away, as quickly as possible. You can do that on your own. If you drove your car and you spun out and you're still on all four wheels, you can correct the course and get back into the race. If you've, if you've gone out of bounds, if you've gone over the barriers and you're still on all four wheels, you can drive over the barrier and get back in. But if you flip the car over and you're upside down, you need someone else to help you. You know, when your RC buggy is upside down, no matter how good your tires are and your engine is and your fuel is and your suspension, it's not going to make a difference. You're useless. You're sticking, you're upside down, you're running out of fuel because your engine is still on and you can't do anything. You need someone else to come running out on the track and what they do is they have someone run out on the track, take your car and flip it back over onto all four wheels and you get back into the race. Well, in our lives, in living for God's kingdom, we can crash, and that's called sin. Sin is always a possibility. We can go against God's commandments. Uh, we can be selfish and hurt others. Uh, sometimes our sins are so bad they can turn our lives upside down. It can happen. You can go into all kinds of sin that completely took you off course and completely derailed your life and put you upside down and everything's a mess. Well. We have to have, in our relationship to God, in our race before us of running to the finish line of living as a disciple of the Lord Jesus, we have to have a constant concern of avoiding sin. Don't be anxious about it. You don't have to be, you know, like psychological, spiritually anxious about this concern, but you got to be wise. You have to think about, you know what, I have to live in God's grace every moment, every day. That's very important. Most important when you have sin in your life is to begin again. Nunc Chepi, as Father Lanteri said, begin again in following Christ. God still loves you. He does. He's all-powerful and all-loving. And He's your Father and He loves you. He's for you. He's with you. You've got to turn back to Him. What do you do? You acknowledge your sin. You own up to it. You know, one thing that annoys me is when somebody does something really bad and then they don't own up to it and they don't own up to it. You got to own up to your sins. I know it's tough, but you've got to. And then if possible, 
you have to make amends. If your sin ruined or wrecked someone else's life, you have to make amends. It doesn't mean a whole lot if you say, well, I'm sorry, Lord, I won't do that again, and then their lives are in turmoil because of your sin. You've got to find some way to make amends, if you can. If you can't, you can't. But if possible, you've got to make amends and repent. Say, you know what, I'm not going to do that again. That ain't no good for me or for others or for my relationship to God. Now, sometimes your sin requires the help of others because it has turned your life upside down. I have seen this uh, played out in the sacrament of confession that we have in the Catholic Church where someone uh, confesses their sins and I've seen the, the light of God come back to their eyes. It's like they become alive again and that seeking the help of the sacrament of God uh, turns their life around. There are so many situations where we might need the help of others to, to turn our lives back around. I, I saw um, there's a good program called uh, Alcoholics Anonymous for people who uh, need that help, and that's not something to be ashamed of. It's something to be proud of, um, where they take something called a fifth step, and they acknowledge everything they've done wrong, and uh, they get the help of others, their sponsors and their friends, to put their lives back on all four wheels so they can get back to the race. But think about that. Sin is a possibility for every one of us. It really is. And Jesus tells us that we have to acknowledge our sin, repent of our sin, so that we can live this race for the kingdom of God. It's not the end of our race if we have sin. We just turn away from it and begin again. And we can do that. In the RC buggy races, the main focus is the car and the driver. But every good driver knows that his victory is the result not only of his own skills and his own car and the technology, but he's got a good team. He or she has a good team. If you're an RC buggy driver, racer, you need a good team. You need good sponsors that will give you a good car, a good engine, good fuel, good shocks, good tires. You need a good pit crew. That's the, the people who are going to refuel your car and make sure it's still running the race. I think they make, uh, I don't know how many pit stops, but in most of these uh, cars, I think the fuel tank lasts about 10 minutes or so. And um, then after every 10 minutes, they have to refuel. The pit crew is something that you don't see on the racetrack. They're, on, they're off the racetrack. If you have to go to the pit and refuel your car, you've got to leave the racetrack. You've got to literally stop racing. So with regard to the race, it looks like the pit stop is a waste of time. You might get arrogant and say, I'm not going to do no pit stop. I'm going to keep racing. And then what happens? You run out of fuel and your car is dead in the middle of the track. And everybody else who made their pit stop, they are back in the race and they go right past you. But your car's dead because you thought you were smart and you failed and you ran out of gas. And you're not only causing a failure of your own car, but you're interfering with the race of others. They now have to drive around you. You've become an obstacle on the race course. Well, in our lives, we need um, two things in this regard. We need good friends, like we need a good team. People, they don't have to be super religious, but people who will inspire us, who will help us to stay on the path of justice and goodness and mercy and love and peace and, and living in God's light. 
This does not mean we have to reject people who don't do that for us. We can still love those peop all people. We're supposed to be loving to everyone. But our close friends, the people who inspire us, should be people that are of good character. The Apostle Paul said somewhere that bad company corrupts good morals. You can be doing great in your life, and then you start hanging around with a crowd that leads you into all kinds of sins. And that can happen. You want the people who you surround yourself with intimately and in friendship to be people that help you on the right path. And the other thing, just as in the RC buggy race, you need a pit stop, you need to refuel. We need that in our lives, in our race for the kingdom of God. There's a good parable that Jesus mentions in this regard about uh, the, um, the five wise virgins and the five foolish ones. And the wise ones had enough oil in their lamps and the foolish ones didn't. And the ones who didn't have enough oil in their lamps missed out on heaven. Well, um, our pit stop, our refueling, is our prayer time. You know, prayer, or reading the scriptures, or um, you know, taking time to reflect on how we are living in our relationship to the Lord Jesus Christ, it's not really that active of a thing. It doesn't look like you're accomplishing anything in your daily life. But you got to have this pit stop. You have to find a way to refuel yourself spiritually so that you can continue the race to the finish line of God's kingdom. I have something I've been reading lately, um, a set of quotes by St. Faustina who gave us the Divine Mercy uh, devotion and something like that, a, a small book that has, you know, could be scriptures, could be the writings of some great Christian author or saint that can help you to, to fill up your spiritual fuel tank so that you can run a good race in service to the Lord Jesus and to everyone. It's not a waste of time to spend time in prayer. It's actually essential. It's just like that pit stop with the RC buggy. That is not a waste of time. That's a good use of time. And it's going to help you in the long run. Finally, in the RC buggy race, there are many possible victories. We know the first one is the championship. You've, you've won a national race in first place, and then you won the global IFMAR race in another country, and, and you're the champ. You're the IFMAR world's champion. You get the trophy, and that's great. That's awesome. But there are many victories. Um, one victory in addition to the championship is the victory of running a good race of not crashing into others, of avoiding all kinds of mistakes and errors. But there are also victories one at a time, like you ran a good lap, you made a good jump, you made a good turn, you made a good landing. Those are like little victories that, like trophies that you can have. Now, they don't give you trophies in the real race for little things like that, but you have these victories. You know, you made a good victory in your, how you ran the pit stop, how you got out of the pit stop, how you started the race. Those victories are things you have to try to attain lap after lap after lap. And when you attain them, they help you a lot. Well, in our lives for God's kingdom, we have many possible victories. Victories over sin, over suffering, over difficult tracks in our own personal lives. Victories over evil. Victories over losing our faith in God and losing our hope. Jesus Christ had all these victories. If you look at his life story in the gospel, his holy life and his example, he had so many victories over sin, over death, over evil, and the ultimate victory in resurrection and ascension in his glory. Well, 
by our faith, our hope, and our love for God, we can share in these victories each day, little at a time. Well, brothers and sisters, we have a racetrack. You have your racetrack, I have my racetrack. You don't know mine, I don't know yours. Some of us know my racetrack, some of us know your racetrack. It's a set of situations and circumstances that you have to work with, you have to deal with, and you have to deal with it in a way that is pleasing to God. Maybe this analogy from the RC buggy races can help you in the big race that really matters, of living a life of faith, hope, and love in God, a life of love for God and one another. May we run this big race towards Jesus Christ each day, not away from Him, but towards Him in our fidelity to, to goodness and justice and peace and forgiveness and love. In this way, when we cross that final finish line, when we take that step from time into eternity, we will share in the victories of Jesus Christ and all of the saints in heaven. God bless you.